Welcome to a brand new episode. Life, love, and perspective. I am your host, Cookie, and I hope everyone is having a marvelous, delightful, grand, wonderful day. Today's Friday. The weather is wonderful. It's kind of breezy, but it's a warm breezy. The sun is shining. The clouds, well, it's not cloudy, so the sky is clear. It's a beautiful day, and I hope everyone is enjoying it. Because, guess what? Life is too short. And I've pondered that whole saying, life is too short. You think about it day in, day out, month in, month out. It's really not that short. (laughs) It seems long, but then when you look back over a span of time, and you're like, wow, has it really been five years already? It's it's goofy. To me, it is anyway. But they say life is, we're going to go with that. Life is too short. And the past, I'm going to say maybe the past three weeks, have really been something in my world and what I found out at the end when death comes it's final I already knew that but I see so many people that deal with grief differently I've dealt with it three four times for family members it's been three times And for friends, it's been one time. And I've gotten to the point where I don't even do funerals anymore. You know, if it was a parent or grandparent, sure. But anything beyond that, and I don't think that's being disrespectful or anything. And it it says to me, for me, it's not saying anything about the way I felt about the person. Now, I'm not saying I'll never go to another one because I'm sure I will. First of all, I'm too emotional. I realize that about myself. I am too emotional. That's number one. And number two, sadness and sorrow and things like that, that's not my thing. I don't like that. But I have recently experienced it. For the second time, I've experienced death close to me twice within the within the past five years. Within the past five years give or take and each time people have told me how strong I was I don't know if it was strong and for me when it first happened when I was told that my response was it was God it had to have been it has to be because because I was okay now when I look at it I say I was okay because I know what I did for that person and I know I was there me and my family were there and I'm not gonna say it was an ideal situation because I was truly chugging along in my life just fine and because I'm a stay-at-home mom because I'm a stay-at-home mom I pretty much had my own schedule I did what I wanted to do. I came and went when I wanted to go. And a lot of times, that's why I understand how peace is so important and what peace really means. It was either people driving like they were driving with their eyes closed. It was either people in the stores acting like they have no concept of morals and 
uh, not morals. What is the word I'm looking for? Respect. Um, you know, when you say excuse me, you don't you don't invade people's spaces in order to grab a jar of peanut butter. You say excuse me. I mean, common courtesy. That's the word I'm looking for. And they left all their courteous manners at home. Or it's either the non-existent customer service. Whichever one of those categories affected me the most, I would just go home. The day's over with. I am done. Now, I did the important stuff. I did do that. I would push through and do that. But once all that other stuff started happening, no, I'm going home. Because now I'm starting to feel a type of way. And I'm out of my comfort zone. And I don't have to be. I have no control over the people in the stores in the, that's driving their cars. Customer service. I have no control over nobody but me. So I knew it was time for me to go home. So I would just go home. My husband would come home and it's like, well, you didn't go here and you didn't go there. Nope. I just had one too many incidents. And uh, it was a wrap. It was time for me to come home. And he would just be <laughs> like, wow, really? Yeah, really. So... My point is, that's the kind of life I was living. And then I had to step up to the plate. And I did. My husband stepped up to the plate with me. My kids, we had to drag them to the plate. But we all stepped up to the plate. And at the end of the day, I was happy. Because I learned, I learned a lot. I forgave. And it was cool. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's what it was. I learned from it. I prayed about it. And I felt God was there with me the entire time. So when we got to the end, I was okay. I still had to continue to step up to the plate. But I was okay with that situation. Because for me, I don't ever want my loved ones to suffer to be in pain I understand you get older things go wrong and things happen through no fault of your own and at that point you're placed in other people's lives someone has to help take care of you when that happens you step up to the plate unselfishly you do what needs to be done you adjust you make adjustments and for me what I learned Throughout the whole process, I don't, I can adjust, I, I can, this is what I know about me, I don't like to, I don't really like change, I do, I like advancements, right, I just, and if I change, I like for it to be on my terms, I like to live on my terms, my terms lined up with God's terms, but on my terms, I make the decisions. No one can decide for me, nor should they. That puts a burden of responsibility on myself. And I willfully do it because I am responsible for me. Nobody else. And it's really not me. It's all of y'all too. Each and every one of us is only responsible for ourselves. Now, I understand if you, got, you have kids, small kids, then of course you're responsible for them too. But... I'm talking about adult children and adults. 
I'm responsible for me. My two oldest kids are responsible for themselves. Now, that's not to say that I can't help them. Of course I will. But at the end of the day, I don't have to. No parent has to help their kids. Now, I know there's some going to say totally different, and you're entitled to that opinion. For me in my world, I am not responsible for them once they become responsible for themselves. Just like my parents weren't responsible for me. They, they did their job. They did the best they could. They raised me, gave me all the, the tools and advice and all that stuff that they could. That they did during that time when I was home with them. And once I got into the real world, I was responsible for myself. Now, did I ever go to them for help? Of course I did. I say all the time, everybody need help sometimes. At least once. At least once. Every single person out here, out there, has asked or has at least needed help. That's number one. And that's why I'm so big on responsibility and being responsible. Because regardless to how your parents or how our parents or how I parent my kids, regardless to any of that, once they get into the real world on their own and they're no longer living under my roof, I can no longer tell them what to do. They make their own decisions. And their decisions may not be mine. They may not be mine. So what am I going to do? I'm going to stop talking to them? Or I'm going to stop dealing with No. They're supposed to make their own decisions. Then you have other kids that feel you owe them forever. Because you're their parent forever. I disagree with that. Just like I don't feel they owe me anything. Yeah, I raised them. I absolutely did. But I'm of the mindset of, I want you to want to do it. I don't feel I should have to ask, beg, drop hints, none of that. If you see I need something as your mother, you should want to get it. You should want to do it. So, I hear a lot of parents, yeah, because they're going to have to take care of me when I get old. Or they owe this to me to do this, you know, because I'm calling them, asking them to do something. They don't owe you nothing. They really don't. <laughs> they absolutely don't owe you anything. Your job as their parent was to take care of them. That's what your job was. So, it didn't come with pay. It doesn't come with any of that. And heck, half the time it don't even come with a thank you. But we do it because we're supposed to. So what do they owe us? You want them to want to help you out, you know, when you get older. But it doesn't always happen like that. And the thing that I've seen is that parents can give their kids everything. Even what they don't have. What they got to go out and get one way or the other. They can do all of that for them. And I'm talking about why they're, they're adults. And guess what? When you need that same kid... You can kiss their butt. Because they not messing with you like that. But yet you did all this stuff for them. And then you have the nerve to be mad. What you mad at? You chose to keep doing these things. For an adult child who was responsible for themselves. Now you feel they should feel grateful. Indebted. All of that. 
You feel now they owe you because you made all these sacrifices when you didn't have to. You're right. You didn't have to. Now you're mad because the kid isn't responding that way. I don't know why that happens. Because you would think they would have that, that mindset. But for whatever reason, they don't. But see, here's what I've learned about these kids. They definitely hold a grudge. And it seems they don't forget nothing. Then you got the other side. They don't forget, but they sure will put a twist on it. And put a little slant on it. Whereas the slant is always they're the victim and the parent is the asshole. Hmm. No. And see, for these reasons, I personally, I can't get caught up by a kid of mine doing that. So, I let them be independent. I let them be responsible. Oh, I definitely help out. I definitely do. However, I had to check me. And I had to put myself in line where I was supposed to be. Because the entitlement a child feels is real. And my son taught me that. Because I had no problem helping. But the catch is you have to be trying to help yourself. Like you have to be working somewhere. Now you can get 20,000 different jobs. I don't care. While you're looking for the perfect job, I don't care. Just have a job where you can take care of yourself, where you can be self-sufficient. And I'll help you with the rest of it. I have no problem doing that. Because, again, I feel if I'm the parent and I have it and I'm able to help you and you're trying to help yourself, why wouldn't I? I welcome, I welcome it. Because I know you're moving in the right direction. You're progressing and your life is, you know, you're on track. So, of course, I'll help you. I know what it's like. Been there, done that. And I didn't have a whole lot of help. Not that they couldn't help me and they wouldn't because they did. But it was more of a I, your last resort kind of need. It got to that point because I was cut off from that. Oh, I can just blow my money and come to you kind of need. Yeah, my father stopped that <laughs> kind of quick before it got way out of control kind of just when I got comfortable he cut it off and after that it became a I need need so I understood that so that's how I lived my life and I remember one time the kids were going to go to school and so you know we as parents you know you got to have them in new clothes from head to toe on the first day and I got everything but the shoes and I came it came down to a I can get them in a couple of days kind of thing. Or either I can just call my parents and just get them. And I'm like, well, why would I have to call my parents to get money to buy my kids some shoes? I'm grown. I don't need them to take. This is the, this is the conversation that I had with myself. I don't need them to take care of those are my kids. They're not supposed to take care of them. But I remember when I was a kid, I always had, you know, new shoes and new clothes from head to toe. I don't want my kids to be that kid that doesn't. So guess what? I picked up the phone, called my mother. It was on a Sunday. I told her what I needed. And the only thing she said was, why'd you wait this late to call? And I told her because I didn't feel I should have had to call you at all. Those are my kids. I should have had their shoes. And so like I told her, I'm going to give you money right back in a couple of days. But the responsibility was on me. And like I said, I knew I could get the help. 
So yes, I made sure I was independent in that manner. And I always had a saying for me and my husband, it was me and him against the world. And that's the way I view our relationship even to this day. And we were 15 when, when I said that. Yeah, I'm relying on you. You relying on me. We a team. Let's get it. Let's do it. Me and you, we don't have to depend on nobody else. We got to have each other's back. And that's what we do. That's how we move. Yeah, I mean, we may, you know, I call it my circle. I may go within my circle and, and you know, get extra help. But no, I rely and depend on God first. And then my teammate next, my husband. And in that order. And it works. It works. But my whole point is family. And when you experience death within said family, and it hits close to home, how they say it hit different, it definitely do. And once it's over, it's over. There there are no do-overs. There are no, well, you know what? I'm going to forgive them. And I'm going to say that, you know, there is none of that. The time has gone. Oh, I, I should have told them I loved them. Mm, you should have shown them first and then told them in that order. Because for me, everybody loves everybody. And people are so selfish. The other half don't even know what love is. I mean, everybody love everybody and it means nothing. How can so many people love so many people and the world be in the state that it's in? That's not even possible. People are just saying they love people and they don't. And that includes, sadly, within the immediate family. And I mean within parents and kids. And that's craziness. Everybody out here got a problem. Everybody. Ain't nobody out here perfect. Nobody. We are all flawed, including me. I personally, I just work at getting better. I work every day at doing better. When I say I walk with God, oh, I walk with God. But am I perfect at it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I still cuss like a sailor. I'm going to clean it up eventually. And there are times when I went to him and asked him to help me with it. And it has gotten cleaned up. I do better. But I just like, it just makes Ugh, I like it. <laughs> but I know I have to clean it up. And that's just the reality of it. But, oh, I definitely follow God. And I know God is with me and he's working in my life. This is, this is something that I know. So when people tell me how strong I am, no, you just seeing God working and I'm allowing him to work. And then I'm also okay with everything. Because, see, I don't care what nobody say about nothing. Everybody looking in from the outside, everybody got an opinion. It matters not to me. Because unless you walked in my shoes or my family's shoes, you have nothing to say. And speculate all you want. I was fine. I was doing great living my life. I absolutely was. You know how sometimes somebody can give you something, but you had to do something to get it? And you go, you know what, I would give all that back to not have to do, you know, what was done in order to get what was given. That's a real thing. Now, many people may not say that because, first of all, they're going to probably half-ass the task anyway. Just because they're selfish. It's a flaw. And I had it too. 
And sometimes I still flow in and out of it. But that's not really my thing. And I tell I be saying all the time, like, I just want to see how the other half live. And that's how I feel because that's not me. It make me feel some kind of way when I go into selfish mode, especially to prove a point. So, see, I'm not perfect at all. But I try, see... If I do that now, next week I may not do it. I may work that I may be working on that, tackling that. And that's what I mean. Like I'm constantly working at getting better. I got a bunch of stuff I still gotta go through and get right. So but I am making progress and I've made a ton of progress. So when I look at other families and how so when I look at how kids treat parents Parents treat kids, again, I'm talking about adult kids. In some instances, looking from the outside, I've seen the whole progression of things. And then when you get to the end of it, it looks crazy sometimes. Because it's like, wow, I know this parent sacrificed a lot for you and did a lot. It wasn't all perfect, but they were always their kind of thing. And they supported you, you know, the best they could or whatever. And this is how you turn out. They can kiss your ass. Oh, okay. And it's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. And I think part of the problem is it's a lot of parental guilt. I feel, I believe, there is a lot of parental guilt that these parents are carrying around because they know somewhere along the line they dropped the ball and just said, fuck it. And they left the ball on the ground. They knew they should have picked it up and did better. They chose not to for whatever reason. So now the kids are grown. And now you have these parents catering to these adult children by any means necessary. That is so unhealthy, it's not even funny. Because you're doing two things. One, you are truly hindering that child. They're not being responsible. They're not trying to grow up because they don't have to. Because why? Mama holding on tight. That's why me and my son fall out a lot. I'm not holding on tight. And like I told him, I don't mind helping, but you don't, you're not reciprocating right. When I ask him to do something, if it's nothing but, okay, perfect example, is he loves to use, call him over for a cookout. Mind you, he brings nothing nothing maybe a plus one but he brings nothing so we invite him over to the cookout he's there maybe 10-15 minutes I say hey can you run up to the store and grab some coleslaw it's like I dropped a grenade somewhere because all hell breaks loose with that boy and it's I have to act a clown with him now he always goes don't get me wrong I have no doubt in my mind he'll go it's just at what cost. I have to listen to all this nonsense from him. But let him call me about anything. He needs something. Okay, here you go. No matter what it is. And there are times when he doesn't even ask. I, If I call him and his phone isn't on, guess what? I pay his phone bill. I've paid his phone bill. Let me put it in past tense. Now, I did just pay it recently because the phone he was using, I couldn't hear on it. It sounded horrible and it was just very irritating so I did pay the bill just so he could get his regular phone back on but anyway 
and he is working so kudos and congratulations to him but yeah no i am not like i tell him your personal atm i am not that i'm your mother i don't owe you anything i took care of you and what i do now is only help because i want to help you i want you not to have to struggle out here in this world and it's like he the only thing he hears is you my mama you can do it and that's your job Mm-mm. so no i'm not doing that i even did the apology tour to both of my old older kids and that simply looked like me going you know what i don't want you carrying around any ill feelings towards me about something i did that you feel never got addressed now here's what i'm going to do this is what i told them if there's anything you got that you felt some kind of way about something i did that made you feel some kind of way now's the time let's talk about it because i don't want you five ten years down the road in life tom by i hate my mama because and she never apologized for it no i ain't doing that because i made mistakes while i was raising them yeah i'm older now nobody gave me a book on parenting i did the best i could what i thought was right so talk to my son he told me one story and like i told him the apology is only because you felt some kind of way but i'm not apologizing for what i did because i told you you knew there was a standing rule be ready to go when it's time to go to school i shouldn't have to drive anybody to school the bus stop is two doors down i wake you up in plenty enough time there's no reason for you to ever miss that bus i don't know one day he felt creative i guess and he wanted to try to see i don't know but i know one day he was late for school and i'm still you know hey hurry up hurry up you, you know he's just dragging around okay bus comes he's not ready of course he's not okay so i did what i said i was going to do and then i took him to school he said that I should apologize for that no I'm not I did not and I did not when I talked to him I told him that I'm not doing that and here's why because you knew don't do that I got you up every day and more than enough time and I was on his case like hurry up you know it wasn't like I was laying in bed and he was just getting himself together no I was up with him there was no excuse for him to miss that bus so being a woman of my word i kept my word but like i told him you know what i'm sorry if you felt sad bad it hurt your feelings or whatever i apologize for the feeling part of it but the action part i did not and then i moved on to my daughter well her list was not as short as he is so we went incident by incident and some of them i wholeheartedly apologize for i told her you're right i apologize i did not know to do better or either, like I told her in some instances, I knew to do better, but I let my own anger at the mere fact that she was telling me, <laughs> what, she may, what she was telling me was right, but you don't tell me that. You know what I mean? Just crazy as a parent. And so it went left. And so, yeah, I had to apologize for that. And then the other stuff, like I told her, no, you were on BS and I met you there. Period. So again if it hurts your feelings i apologize for the feeling part of it but the action part absolutely not and then other stuff like i told her 
I feel I still feel I did the right thing. But you know what? You might be right. And later on down the road, I still have two small ones. Later on down the road, I may see you are absolutely right. And at that point, you know, I owe you an apology then. But right now, I still stand on that, you know, what I did at the moment. And like I told her again. But if it made your feelings feel some kind of way, I apologize for that. But my actions... Not right now. I, I can't apologize for him because I still feel that way. And we were okay. At least I felt we were okay anyway. Because I've heard so many adults like my age saying, you know, they've gone to their parents to try and talk about what they've done wrong as they were growing up and how it affected them. And the parent shuts them down. Either they don't remember, just leave me alone with that. Ain't nobody finna rehash that, get over it. A thousand and one different things people are told, the kids are told, but the issues are not addressed. And I understand some of that stuff ain't pretty, and who wants to talk about it 20, 30 years later? But the way I see it, you owe that to your kids, because we make mistakes. So if you did something that was all the way jacked to your kid or allowed something to happen to your kid, then yes, you as a parent owe them that to at least hear them out let them get it out and you acknowledge your role in it now if you don't want to address that personally that's cool but at least give that child the opportunity to get that off their plate that's why there are so many damaged kids grown-ups running around here now got all this hurt and pain and shit rolling around inside of them with nowhere to go it, it's just in there coupled with the issues and hurts of life and trials and tribulations ups and downs all of this just a big snowball of bs and this is how people walking around because they're carrying all this stuff around and then you got social media in the world and everybody's doing great even if you're not you got to pretend so now you got all this bs going on on the inside and you got to pretend and act like it's all good that is so much confused and confusion and chaos and craziness. I, I, there is no way I could live like that. Now, that's me. No way I could live like that. But I understand there are a lot of people that do. So, yes, parents, if you got a kid, you know, you know you dropped the ball somewhere. Go apologize to that kid. Let them express themselves about it let them talk about it go on and hear their anger let them release that hurt that pain and guess what you need to be asking for forgiveness that's what you need to be doing so let them at least get that off of their back some kids that's all they need to get off their back so yeah do your part as a parent because again you got kids that don't even talk to their parents and the parents got there to be feeling some kind of way what you mean you feeling some kind of way? For what? When you know you are the absolute cause of the whole contention to begin with. Yeah, we have to start doing better. Because, again, once it's over, it's over. And that everybody loves to quote about how the kids are supposed to honor their parents. Some of y'all don't have, ain't got no honor in you. You know it's true. You have not parented them and deserve any kind of honor. But you want them to honor because that's what the Bible is telling you to do. Well, the Bible tells you about loving. So you're supposed to love your kids. 
So yeah, let that be number one. Let's let that be the assignment for the week. All you mamas and daddies out there with adult kids that you know somewhere along the line you did some BS. You know you did. If it wasn't number slap somebody in the mouth. You ain't had no business putting your hands on no kid like that. And I understand. Trust me, I do. You want to do it. You want to. But that's not cool. So you did something. You ripped away one of your kids' self-esteem. Talking to them crazy. You know, they ain't going to never be nothing. Calling them bees, calling them hoes. All of that. And then some. Or who they remind you of. Or what fucked up person in the family. Oh, you just like them. That's not okay. So again, every parent out there, I'm sure, got at least one thing they need to go to their kid or kids about and go, you know what? My fault. I'm sorry. I apologize and I pray and hope you forgive me. Can we move forward? I want to do better now. Y'all got some parents out here that don't even see their grandkids. They want to see them, but because of the crap that they did as parents, they not never. And for what? Go to that kid, try to make it right. You only get one shot. So I just want to say that to all parents and kids. Y'all need to learn to forgive. When the parents do come and ask for forgiveness for real and talk about what they did to make it right, come on, y'all got to stop being assholes too now because y'all still carrying that grudge. How long are you going to carry? Because guess what? There is nothing not one of us as a parent can do to truly go back and make it right. It happened already. It already happened. Now, if somebody messed up your name on bills, yeah, they could pay off the debt so you can help get your, your credit cleaned up or whatever. But they can't go back and, and clear that up. Once it's done, it's done. It's simple. We really need to just be more mindful when we're doing stuff. It's plain and simple. We need to be more mindful of the things that come out of our mouths and our actions as it relates to our kids and other people. Because once it's done, it's done. Yeah, you can go back and try to fix it. But you can't wholeheartedly fix it because you broke it. It's going to be one little bitty piece that you missed. So the only thing you can do is try to go forward. So again, kids, when them parents come to y'all to try and make amends and make it right. Please, let that mess go. Move on forward and try to go and move beyond that. And if it don't work then, okay, cool. Everybody tried. But at least try. So, yeah, y'all have to do y'all parts too. You can't just walk around, yeah, I, fuck her. I ain't never talking to her again. You can't do that. And I understand all parents in relationships are not created equal. And maybe y'all will never be best buds as, as parents and kids go. But it can be a level of respect. It can be a level of, okay, you my mom, hey, you my kid, hey, we can have a decent conversation. Who knows where the relationship may end up. Life is too short. It really is. And I see a lot of people that experience grief that have guilt. I don't know which is, I don't know which is heavier. If the grief is or the guilt, I don't know. 
I have not, thank God, experienced either one of them. Because I try to give, as they say, flowers while everyone's here. Like even my friends, my little circle. I send out text messages randomly. And I simply let them know I appreciate them as my friends and the places that they hold in my life. I let them know that they're good. And I encourage them. And I just let them know, hey, somebody cares. I love them. I love my circle. I absolutely do. So, and I just think it's important that we love them while they're here. Because after that, you're only left with memories. Now, I've experienced losing both of my parents. And I'm okay. Because, like I said, I was there with them. I know the difference that I made in their lives. Me and my family. And I tell people my, my whole world was turned upside down. But I did what I knew I had to do. And it was okay. It wasn't okay, but it was okay. I showed up for work every day. 24-7. And I know they were okay. I did right by them. They know I did right by them. So that's why I'm okay. Because like I said, I don't want anybody in pain. And I don't know what that was like. So God has strengthened me. I remember praying, God, I know you won't put more on me than I can bear. And that was it. And I prayed that his will be done in everything that I do. But that was it because I know God loves me and it's unconditional. He wants the best for me. So if I understand and know that, then everything else I'm okay with. Because I know he's going to equip me with what I need in order to accomplish the task. And it wasn't always easy. And I prayed a lot throughout the process. Because again, I'm not perfect. I only try. And I try every day. How they say, I leave it on the floor. I'm at peace. They're at peace. And I want families to be at peace. I want families to be restored to the fact to the point where parents and kids have real relationships. You may have never had one before. You may have never had one before. Parents have to understand that you did BS, right? You did. And here's what we as parents go wrong at. After we say we sorry, we expect the same day for the miracle to happen. It don't always happen like that. Yeah, you heard him. Yeah, you apologize. And yeah, they said we can move on. But now they have to go process that. That's why I said, kids, don't be no assholes once your parents come apologize. Yeah, take that time. Take some time to process that and begin to move on and begin to heal. That's what needs to happen. And then y'all can start working on a relationship. So parents, don't be so eager. Oh, well, I already told them and they said that. So you know what? I'm done. I'm done with that because they still ain't calling. They ain't got a call. You did your part. Now, guess what? Go forgive yourself. Work on that. Work on admitting you did BS. Work on admitting you should have and could have and want to do better so you don't make that mistake again. Find out what made you make do be like that anyway. I'm sure it was something that happened to you in your life. And you're still carrying around that baggage. So why don't you go dig around in yourself and figure out that. Pull that crap out. And guess what? You won't even have time to worry about that kid ain't calling you. 
And maybe by the time you didn't figure that part out and got the crap out that caused the problem in the first place, maybe by the time you're done with that, that kid will be then came around. And guess what? Now y'all can really have it and work on a relationship because you didn't got rid of some of your crap that's causing you to be an asshole. See, that's what I'm saying. We're not looking at ourselves to truly get ourselves together. Everybody walking around with these band-aids and these fake eyelashes on and calling it all good when it ain't hardly all good. It's so damaged and raggedy right now, it's not even funny. And the world is so chaotic if we don't, we need God and we definitely need our families. The time is now to restore them and make shit right. Because ain't nobody gonna do it for us. It's only getting worse. It definitely take a village to raise a child. And you don't have the luxury to be talking about, I ain't talking to my mama. We ain't talking to your grandmama. Ain't later for that. They need their grandmama. And you need your mama. So, with that being said, I am going to hope and pray that people realize and understand. It is very crazy out here right now. And we only get one shot. And we need each other. Because, like I told somebody, I have a lifetime of memories with my parents. Up to this point in my life. I'm okay with that. So, imagine these kids, these grandkids coming up now. That will have no kind of memory with their grandparents. No funny stories to tell. None. It doesn't have to be like that, even if the relationship is damaged between mother and child, father and child. It doesn't matter which parent or both parents. You don't want your kids growing up that way. Family is important. It is important. They need to have, kids need to have some place they can go safe and familiar where they can trust someone. See, that's what's wrong. Too many of these kids are going to the streets where they call themselves finding trust and love when they should be finding it at home with their aunts and uncles and their grandparents and cousins. So let's get back to the basics. Even in this fast microwave quick time we're in now, let's get back to the basics of family and what it means to have pride, integrity, and just be of good character. Like I said, we need to get back to the basics with God. And we need to get back to the basics in family. So on that note, I am going to bring this to an end. And I hope and pray families will be restored. Relationships will be mended. And relationships will be formed in a healthy way. And that... People can get rid of some of their baggage through forgiveness and relationships can recover and life can start turning around. We can start seeing a change. So until next time, life, love, and perspective. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. Life, love, and perspective.